Welcome back to Zenith Podcast. I'm your host, Cesar Davila, and I'm here with another guest. His name is Juanco Rubias, head varsity basketball coach for Bassett High School, entrepreneur, and college student. Welcome, Juan. What's up, Cesar? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, man. I know, dude. It's been so long. I've known you so for like 15 years, I'd probably say, huh, yeah, right? 15 years, probably plus. Yes, because we were, in, I remember us being in the same class in seventh grade or eighth grade. Yeah, around that time. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much known you all middle school and then we separated. I went to different, we went to different high schools, yeah. you know? And you chose a different route. <laughs> I did. Not me, my family did, bro. <laughs> They went there. They they chose that school for better for a better education, but we all know it's all the same shit here. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends how you look at it, but that's ultimately, true. Ultimately, you know, we all we cross paths once, and then we cross paths again. So, yeah, I mean, a few times. I think I remember randomly seeing you at a barber shop, but I didn't say hi to you because I wasn't sure because we we're wearing masks. It was Daily Planet. Yes, that's that's where um my friend uh, Jeffrey, who I'm yes. sure you know as well, he's he's cut my hair since. I can't even remember. Probably straight out of high school. So he worked there, but now um, him and his brother, they have their own shop here in Baldwin oh, Park. Yeah, so. yeah. Him and Jerry, right? Yeah. So they have their own barber shop out here in Baldwin Park. Dude, so. look, look at us making moves, man. I know, right? All That's of cool. us. got to support the homies, dude. Yeah, you always have to. Yeah, so you, um, you're you the head coach for Bassett High School for yes, the varsity sir. basketball team. Yes, and sir. you started off playing basketball there, right? Yes, I played uh, all four years. I played varsity two years, my junior year, my senior year, so... I ultimately went back and just try to, you know, get back through the through the art of coaching and and you know teaching the youth about not only about basketball but you know the the world we live in and and what comes with that. So, what made you want to go back? Because you went back straight out of senior year, right? Yeah. So I I first initially when I graduated, my little brother at the time was a sixth grader at Torch, so his coach reached out for me to go um to go to a couple practices, you know, teach them not only about basketball but just about the high school experience, about being a student athlete. And everything that comes along with that. And I find myself loving the fact that I can teach through basketball. You know what I mean? Not necessarily um, preaching words to them, but also actions that come with basketball. You know, cer- certain things as responsibility, you know, how to be ha- held accountable on and off the court. So that's really where it, where it stemmed from. And I just took it from there and ran with it. Interesting. So, like, when it comes to teaching through basketball, too, do you, like, you teach them through, like, obviously the experiences of basketball, but do you ever, like, also, like, like in practice, like, tell stories and stuff on, like, on how they can, like, use it, or you directly use basketball to teach them lessons? I mean, for the most part, it's through basketball because that's, I mean, as a coach, you, you want to win, so you have to teach the art of basketball and the nuances, but I also like to incorporate my experiences you know and stories uh off the court as well you know things that i go good that, that that i deal with you know on, on a daily basis and things that i've learned throughout my life and i just try to apply it to them so they don't necessarily have to go through the same things or know what to do in certain situations that they find themselves in so to be a head coach i mean like i mean to be to even want to go back to um to coach you know on a mm-hmm. sport that you played not everyone goes through that route, you know. Like, mm-hmm. do you have any influences on what made you want to go back? Um, ultimately, I always looked at it as a perspective. When I was in high school, I dealt with six coaches in four years. Six in four years. Uh-huh. Six in four years. My last two years, 
Well, the, the first two years, it was just two coaches. So I dealt with my freshman year, I played freshman basketball. My JV, my, my sophomore year, I played JV. So those were two coaches. In my last two years, I went through four coaches. Damn. So I'm not saying it was it was their own choice or maybe they had their own stuff going on, whatever the case may be. But ultimately, I wanted to go back and and be a person that I that I needed when I was when I was at that age, or or you know someone to look up to or someone to to use as a resource to to put myself in a better position. And that's ultimately why why I went back. So when it when it came to going back, obviously like going back straight out senior year, you were coaching some of your teammates, you know. How well, not necessarily because when I went back, I, I was at Torch. I was at middle school. Oh, you started off in Torch Middle School. Yes, because my little brother was was a sixth grader. Okay. Oh, you were coaching him. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, that's really where where this all started from. It started at Torch, and then I bounced back and forth from from Bassett, the high school, and then back to Torch, and it was kind of back and forth until I ultimately made a decision to just just stay at Bassett and and go from there. Do you feel like? Do you feel like your brother going to Torch and you coaching was just like a very, like a coincidence that like you kind of saw that as a way to kind of like help him and then you're like, oh damn, I could not just help him, I could help other kids as well? In a way, yes. In a way, no. In a way, yes, because um, because my little brother played their coach and 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 when they were, when he was a sixth grader, that they took their eighth grade team to watch us play a couple times. I mean, my, my senior year, they took him to a couple games. So I think that really pushed him, and me being one of the better players on the team, they he the coach reached out to me, and I went to talk to them a couple of times, and and so that's the yes aspect. I say no because because I started coaching my little brother, we butted heads a lot. You know, it was it was difficult in a, in a household to be his older brother and try to be his coach, and that's something that I had to yeah. learn throughout the years. And and I mean, both like yeah, that balance, huh? Yeah, it was it was tough at first. But I mean, when I look at the grand scheme of things, because of my little brother being there, I think that's ultimately what what really led me back and what really made me fall in love with everything. Yeah, I mean, I could see how also you're like having your brother as your first year experience of coaching too. it, it kind of gave you even more experience on how to create that balance. Like it was really hard because obviously not yeah. like not a lot of people go through that route mm-hmm. of coaching their siblings, especially your first year coaching. But I think that like overall maybe have given you a like a little boost of like of experience you know yeah definitely because um because my little brother was was playing and i was coaching him it made me a little more comfortable um after that uh other teams that i did coach it's not uncomfortable but you have to um you have to make yourself comfortable and you have to make the the players around you comfortable enough to believe in you and believe in your system and trust you and ultimately want to get better you know what i mean it's not more it's not you can't expect um, them to play the right way if they don't believe in you, if they don't, you know, if they don't trust you. And that trust goes both ways, too. So ultimately, because my little brother was there, that that, that made the transition a whole lot easier. That's that's some crazy coincidence, huh? And then now, like, you've been coaching for eight years now, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's eight a years. lot of experience under your belt. Yeah, it's, it's um, I mean, I've always coached in, in high school or middle school, not only that, but on the off season, I coach travel ball. So that's where... That's where usually I try to take a lot of the kids from this area and try to show them everything that's outside of here. You know, it's crazy, but a lot of these kids don't know the don't know more than these streets right here, which is the city of Bassett, which is a small city it's within a small circle, a small circle within the city of La Puente. You know, or or Avocado Heights or whatever. Yeah, you then within call it. San Gabriel, within LA County, within LA, like exactly, it just keeps getting bigger, bigger. Exactly. That's cool that like you, you like 
put yourself in the situation where you can directly help these people, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I try my best. I, I still try my best. I, I try to give these kids everything, again, that I wish I had as a kid. I'm, I'm only one person, I, but I, I, I try to give them everything I can. And What are some things that you consciously knew that you were missing when you were in their age that you try to, like, give them? Um, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, ultimately, at that age, you know, we're, 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 we haven't really matured. So we think we need X, Y, and Z when at the end of the day, we just need a basketball and a gym. But it goes back to the fact that I think I just needed a coach that cared. You know what I mean? And that goes, that goes far beyond whatever goes on inside the gym. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, from my perspective as a coach, I look at I look out for these kids outside of the gym. They need to ride home, or they need money to go get food. They, you know, stuff like that. And I, I that's just how I am. That's just how I've always been. I mean, I think that takes into account how I was raised and how my mother raised me, my father raised me. Goes down to my grandmother, my, you know what I mean? It, 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 it runs deep. So I think ultimately that's that's what I needed, outside of whatever it is. Um, again, like a basketball or a gym or equipment or whatever you know what i mean because you can have all that and a coach that doesn't care and it it really doesn't add, it really doesn't amount to nothing yeah i mean i feel like you know what you're saying it's it's not it's applicable not just to basketball but to everywhere in life you know you need a leader like you can't just have someone telling you what to do bossing you around but like someone who's been in the trenches and will be willing to go in the trenches with you as well you know like a leader like it's different being yeah. a leader and a and a manager you know yeah, and a coach. Course. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's being a coach. You you do take a leader role, right? Because, like I said, these kids look up to you. These kids have to be able to trust you. You know, trust in their trust in your system. Trust that you can get them to a level that they've never been before, whether that's um, physically or academically or mentally. You know, that's that's a big thing too that that I've had to deal not deal with, but I've heard stories of through my fellow players that. Uh, sometimes mentally they're not there sometimes they don't want to show up to practice because of whatever reason they or sometimes they have stuff going on at home and and fortunately for me when I was at that age I my parents were solid you know I had a two-parent household I'm beyond grateful that that was my situation you know but that's not everyone's situation and that's what as a coach I had to take into account and I had to be ready to to just step up to whatever whatever obstacles or challenges I faced and Still to this day, I try my best to 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 make it as easy as possible for my players. So, yeah, I mean that's that's interesting, especially uh, how you previously mentioned when it came to showing them like these, showing them life lessons, you know, such as accountability, responsibility, and stuff, you know. And definitely, as a coach, you know, like if a kid were to mispractice, mm-hmm. you know, like in paper, be like, oh, like where were you at? But then at the same time they have their whole life you know you don't know what they're going through like like you said you had a two-parent household i had a two-parent household there's some things that we don't understand mm-hmm. directly but with empathy you know like of course th- that's i think that's the best way to like engage especially with kids who don't really sometimes may not understand that you know yeah it's it's, it's definitely um it's definitely been a roller coaster you know sometimes um how you mentioned in in regards to an athlete an athlete missing a practice or whatever I, I do get on them, right, because I want them to be able to, to, to communicate with me, you know, because one day, and I, I always preach this to them, especially about using their voice, and in the world we live in, it's it's very easy to, to be quiet and not say anything and and be afraid to, to, to not speak your mind, but ultimately, I, I teach them that you have to, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's a part of our rights, 
whether you want to look at it like like whether you want to look at it in that perspective or not you know you have the right to to um to speak your mind and ultimately communicate and that's why i hold them so accountable when they for example don't mispractice i text them and i need them to at least communicate something back you know what I mean? because in the real world when when you get a job and you can't communicate what happens you, you get fired you get fired from that job or or whatever it is that you're doing so you have to be able to communicate no matter what the circumstances are yeah and i mean also it's like you said dude like they have a right but you know that right is a privilege that like not a lot of kids and not a lot of people have you know and for them to be able to exercise that and you like stress that hey you know talk to me about it like that's really good dude it's really smart i i I applaud you for that dude especially like teaching these kids like the importance of communication because i mean I literally went to school for communication. Yeah. You know, I, I paid for my, 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 my bachelor's degree on like communicating. Yeah. And I understand the importance of it. And especially like, I understand how little we learned that, you know, in school. Like I, I get frustrated on how I, I had to take these courses to learn this when this is something that like everyone should know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I mean, communication runs runs deeper than that. You know what I mean? And and that's what I try to preach to them too. Like I said, when it comes to, to having a job later, when it comes to having a relationship, you know, and, and you have to be able to communicate to, again, whether that's your partner or, or a boss or a manager or one day when you become a boss, you have to be able to communicate to whoever works for you. Yeah, I mean, it's all about building character, you know? Exactly. And, like, especially creating that worth ethic, dude. I think worth ethic is so important. And, like, some people are born with it. Others aren't. You know, like, some just don't really understand, like, the the, like, the importance of working hard for your stuff, you know? Because maybe, maybe they don't know, like, maybe they don't know, like, what they're worth. Or maybe they just don't care because they've always been given their stuff, you know? But... It all depends on a person. Yeah, I mean, it, it for the most part, um, all the all the the players that I've dealt with, you know, in this community, they they have that work ethic and they know it's it's in them. But sometimes they need somebody to pull it out of them, if that makes sense. Yeah, you know. What I mean? Well, I mean, they're young; they're still figuring themselves out. You know. Yeah, of course, they're still they're still maturing as as young men, but they they see their potential. But like I said, I try to be that person to to really push them and. And really get them to understand where I'm coming from and the aspect that I, I'm only trying to pull out the complete best out of them. And whether that's and they could be the best basketball player in the world or they could not be the best basketball player in the world. OK, but I guarantee you, I guarantee them that ultimately once you once you not leave me, but once you, you know, leave the program and move on to or graduate high school, let, let me say that. Um, you'll ultimately leave with, with a better mindset and a better perspective on, on the world and, and just how to, you know, how to communicate and, and just how to move in general. You know what I mean? It, it, it goes far beyond the basketball court for me. I mean, that's good. I mean, that's, that's how you create impact, you know? And when it comes to impact, like, have has there been players, like previous players that have come back and talked to you about it and, like, you know, you still have relationships with them? Yeah, for the most part, I I keep in touch. I try to keep in touch with everybody. You know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes contacts get deleted, uh, numbers get deleted, numbers get changed. You know, and stuff like that. But for the most part, I I do keep in contact with with a lot of players. I see majority of them. You know, around here because I do still live in the area. I'll see them at the at the local gym or whatever the case may be. And or even last year, um, a uh, a lot of them would come to the games. And in previous years, they have came to the games and. You know, I'll say what's up to them and and greet them and ask them how they're doing. I mean, for the most part, 
I do somewhat keep up on social media with them. I'm not too crazy on social media, but the little that I do see, I, I do keep up with them. And, and when I feel the need to, I, I reach out and just let them know that, hey, I'm, you know, I'm here, whatever you need, you know, this, that, and the third. And for the most part, all of them are, are very successful and, and they always thank me for everything that, that I've done for them. That's good, dude. Cause I mean, you know, like you said, you've been through four coaches your last two years and for them to like have, like you've been there for, like you've been consistently there for quite some time now where, you know, like that's, that's, that's a stable part of their life. Yeah. Of that thinking like I'm thinking about, I'm barely thinking about that out, dude. That's, that's like, that's incredible, man. Like for you to be that, like that little small pillar, that's always going to be there for them in their program that they can look they can go back to you know if they if they want to as well because obviously it's their choice too yeah yeah for sure and i think um i think now the position that i'm in being the head varsity coach i have more power or pool to say um like last year two two former players reached out and said they wanted to to come out and help and coach and and i let them I, i i allowed them to coach the jv team you know ultimately if they were to try to go go to coach somewhere else, they they wouldn't let them because they have no experience under their belt. But again, me being a person who who wants to wants to, even though they've already graduated, I I want to be able to put them in a better position. So I allowed them to come coach and gain experience, and and they coached their, their JV team and they did pretty well. I mean, they it was their first year, so they made a lot of mistakes, but ultimately they they learned and 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 they're taking that with wherever they want to go. And I I'm pretty sure I'm almost certain. Um, they're 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 gonna come back and help out again. So nice. I mean, mis- I, mistakes are great because they're just lessons that you can learn. You know, exactly. But like, you have to learn them, which is probably yeah, no, just part of a life lesson. You know. Yeah, exactly. You can't. You can't. Um, you know, often in life we we set we set goals for ourselves. We 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 want to get to an end point, but sometimes we forget that the journey is what creates character. Yeah, dude. The journey. It's yeah it's it's really important it's it's a lot of behind the scenes you know we've we mentioned this previously outside of the podcast just like in a phone call with us and how like a lot of people don't really realize like the like the behind the scenes uh and a lot of, yeah a lot of people don't understand the behind the scenes of everything in life you know everybody's always so caught up with looking at the end result because that's all what people see you know yeah, exactly exactly and i think a lot of that has to do with um well in 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 my field with coaching you know everyone everyone sees the ultimate end result which is ultimately you you play a game you know what i mean and the and the whoever wins that's 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 the result you see you see a, a win or you see a loss in, in in on your record but that doesn't take into account the amount of hours that are put behind that and not only in the gym but for myself outside of the gym what i do at home in preparation watching game film you know getting in touch with other coaches mentally preparing myself you know it's it's far more than it's far more than me telling my guys, "Hey, let's go out here and let's let's run up and down and pass the ball a couple times and or run certain plays." It, it, it runs deeper than that, and and that's what I try to teach my guys too. That you have to be mentally prepared for whatever it is in that that life brings. So, well, speaking of preparing stuff, you know, what are some things like that you learned after all these years in a back and like that goes behind the scenes in basketball? Um, in a, coach? a lot has to do. Um, number one is just game film. You know what I mean? Because you wanna. You want to get a good look as to what team you're playing, you know. For the most part, uh, teams in our league, a lot of coaches talk, so you kind of more or less have an idea. You know what I mean? You know who's, you know who's a like, you know what grade level each player is, so you know if they'll be back, you know if they won't be back, and stuff like that. Um, so number one is game film. Number two, I I try to give my players 
let's just say we were playing two days from now, you know, we'll start prepping maybe yesterday and I'll give them a breakdown as to, hey, you're going to guard this guy, you're going to guard this guy. And because I have already watched game film, I'll have little notes for them. Say, oh, he's he's left-handed, so force him to the right. Oh, he oh, can't shoot. God. He can't shoot going to his right, so force him to his left. You know, little stuff like that. Or if there's a guy, hey, he's not going to shoot. He looks to pass. You know, give him space. Do you show them game film as well? Because I know football you do, but I don't know. If yeah, yeah, we do. But um, one thing I learned over the years is um, when I first would show would watch game film with my with my team, I would show the entire game. You know, oh, okay. Which which is it, it is important, but it's a lot of it's a lot of stop and go, stop and go, stop and go, stop and go, or or going back to showing something. So now when I do show them, it's just clips, certain clips, certain clips, certain clips. Which know? takes hours for you to like look at and, yeah, and pick and choose, and, right? Yeah, and that's stuff that I do at home outside of, you know, being at the gym. And, and that's that, that that's what goes along. Well, that's what basically goes behind the scenes. And that's just a small a small portion of it. There's that was a, just an example. Yeah, that's just very small. You know, that you, you, don't, you don't take into account the fact that you know, when I show up to practice, and that's that's one thing I've always told my players. I, I want you to show up to practice and not worry and not worry about nothing. Don't worry about whether the coach is gonna be late, whether the coach is gonna be on time, whether the courts are gonna be down, whether the gym is gonna be clean, whether the basketballs are gonna be ready out for you guys. Just show up on time, which is fifteen minutes before, because if you show up on time you're late already. Yeah, that's a good that's a really good lesson. <laughs> so that's yeah. yeah, that's one thing they, they really struggled with, but now they, they, they caught on to it. So again, you have to show Dude, up. That's on a good time. life lesson, like for interviews and shit too, you, you know. You have to like, show up on time. If you know, like I said, that's that's fifteen minutes before, because if practice is at six, you show up at six, the door's locked. So don't I don't care if, if Unless you texted me at a decent time and not five minutes before, and that's if I check my phone. Because when I when I coach or or when we're at, when we're at practice, I don't I don't have my phone on me. I'm I'm locked in completely, one hundred percent. Um, then you're you're locked out of the gym because you were late. And what are the consequences to them missing practice? Uh, for the most part, well, they miss um whatever it is that we're going over that day. Um, in the event that we are preparing for a, a new team or a new game. Um, they they miss everything, you know what I mean? Because we're basically going over everything, whether that's offensive scheme, defensive scheme, um, to prepare for that game. You know, so if they if they if they show up late, um, they they get locked out. Sometimes if I feel bad, I'll I'll let them in, but I won't let them practice, and ultimately that takes away. From so them. do they just watch? Yeah, they they watch and and they get frustrated and I know they get frustrated because they want to get in there and and you know be a part of the team and and get ready for for the game. But I I've always preached to them that you have to be on time, you know, and that's just not not just in practice, but I always tell them you have to be on time to school because there's been plenty of instances where I get phone calls or I get emails from from the school from the principal and say, hey, this this player was was late this time and. And believe it or not, they have a they have an entire log now where it, it shows exactly how many times they've been late, or it shows every single time they've been late, or every single time they've been tardy to this period, or whatever the case may be. And and like I said, I I've, I've been the the school has reached out to me, and, and to me as a coach, it's it's embarrassing when you preach that so much, and and they're not practicing and, it. Yeah, and it's it's to get to school. You know what I mean? So that's why that's why I I'm I'm so hard on them about it. You know because. It, like I said, it, it, it uh, a lot of this stuff goes far beyond the basketball court. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely like, 
yeah 100 you know with, with with accountability of what they're doing and with what you're doing too you know just kind of that creating that boundary mm-hmm. of like the boundary and the respect the mutual respect of coach to coach to player you know like leader to like to like person who's listening yeah for sure i mean I, I've, I've always made it um i've always made an effort to it, it, it didn't matter what well more so when i got to high school you know when i was coaching middle school it was a little bit different because these kids were so younger but i also it, i also tried to uh, make an effort that they knew that i try to understand them you know what i mean oftentimes when i was a player I'm not saying i necessarily feared my coach but i feel like we didn't understand each other you know and that goes back to communication yeah if i wasn't i i needed as a as a player i needed to be able to communicate with my coach and say hey i see this this and this and my coach sh- should be able to communicate with me back you know and understand me and but you know it's it's a mutual respect and it's a mutual trust so i think and now being a coach it's um i'm on the other side of things and and i had to learn that as well is to make an effort because with these kids once you make an effort for them once you show them that you're making an effort to understand them, that's when they really open up and they trust you, you know, and then they're able to communicate with you. And it's just it about anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be about basketball because there's been plenty of times where I have, I'll have practice, right? Let's just say we'll call it practice in parentheses and we'll just talk. We'll just talk maybe for 30 minutes and I'll pull a, a, a I'll pull one of them to the side and just make sure they're good. Like, hey, what are your grades looking like? How's everything at home? You know, do you need anything from me? You know, and stuff like that. Just just to, it's almost like a mental checkup. You know what I mean? Because there's been times, well, I remember as a player where, where you know, I, I was at practice, but my mind was elf, was elsewhere. You know what I mean? I, don't, I'm, and it's I just, mean, it happens to everyone. Like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's not something you can just... um turn on and turn off Mm -hmm. you know but ultimately i just try to again make an effort and let them know that hey for whatever it is you may need i'm i'm here and you know if if i'm if i'm not the resource you need i can try my best to provide you that resource dude this is a perfect segue because i have my for my next question my next question has to do with like is there a philosophy that you follow when it comes to not just coaching but leadership and if there is like like how do you like how, how do you introduce yourself and the expectations you have to these kids it's like to new players you know like to be in the beginning of a year when you first meet them and stuff like how do you like engage in that um that's that's definitely something i've had to learn over the years you know at first i would just get up and go in a sense so get up and just straight to practice not necessarily explain myself and explain my story but now i've learned to to explain it a little bit and again make an effort for the for them to know that for them to understand me and for them to know that i'm willing and i'm learning and i have open ears to understand to understand them as well but ultimately um my, my i think my records speak for themselves you know my success speaks for itself i'm i'm not I'm not the most perfect coach. I'm not a perfect coach. I'm not a perfect human being. I'm not a perfect man. I still continue to make mistakes to this day, whether that's being a man, a son, you know, a boyfriend, a coach, whatever the case may be, the list goes on and on. But um I'm I'm learning and and I have open ears and and I just try to again make sure that they understand that you know, but ultimately, I think when it comes to when it comes to basketball, when it comes to speaking to a, a new group of individuals, 
I mean, the success speaks for itself. And and I have players that have went to to junior colleges and and played. And I mean, I think that that speaks for itself. Yeah, I mean, so with that being said, what are some successes that you feel like are like that are are a good um, representation of like the work that you put in? I mean, I think ultimately, um, first and foremost, is the basketball aspect, right? So your record speaks for itself. Um, I'm going into, so I just finished up my second year as being a head varsity coach. Um, both years we went to CIF playoffs. Ooh, all right, all right. Yeah, so, um, and, and I just look at it, you know, some people may not think it's a big deal, but um, again, it goes back to the, the, the community we come from, the school we come from. And and I remember when I was when I was a player, making it to CIS was such a making it to CIF playoffs was such a big thing and such a big accomplishment, because you have to understand, and and I preach this to my guys too, not everybody makes it to playoffs, you know what I mean? You have yeah. to you have to take into account, um, well first of all in the United States, right? And then we supposed we focus specifically on California. There's uh within California, there's Northern California, Southern California. You know, obviously we're in we're in Southern California, and within Southern California, there's sections, um, and there's so many there's so many high schools. You know, you there's there's just way too many, and and I try to get them to understand that even if if even if even the community we come from as a high school as as a as a team, you guys made it. You know, you guys put in the work, you guys showed up day in and day out, and you guys made it to playoffs. And that's that's a big accomplishment. Yeah, no, I totally agree. They're like playoffs is something that they earn. Like that, like you said, that team, like those, yeah, that group of people is, you know, like, and it's something that doesn't guarantee next year they're gonna make it. You know, like like the previous year, yeah, it may have influenced it, but like what matters is that year, that moment, you know. And for them to also like like understand that they earn it, but also appreciate it, you know, that they have a few more games with each other to yeah, play. Of course. Of course, and I think um, for the most part, I um, again make them understand that that's it's, it's special. You know, it's not again not every high school makes it, and when I take when I accept it, and when I you know when it sets in with me, um, I also look at it as every coach doesn't make it, and and the reason why I say that is because I've had coaches reach out to me. You know, coaches I've never I've never talk to i've never you know spoke to but they have my contact information through other coaches and they reach out and tell me good luck really yes like coaches are like of the same league or uh, uh coaches of this um for the most part coaches outside of our just league. In, a, in a network though. yeah in a network you know and other coaches um dude that's awesome yeah and it's 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 weird sometimes when when that was happening because i was i was checking my email and you know, I check it periodically because of, of stuff like that. Because of adult stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, because of, of work. And, and, you know, I oftentimes I get sent a lot of basketball stuff. So I was checking it and, and it's just, it was just, I I really can't describe the feeling, you know, when, when another coach who you may never, you have never seen, or maybe I have seen him, maybe I have greeted him before, but I've met so many coaches. I don't, I can't, so for the most part, I can't put a name to a face, Yeah, you know, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's very, um. I don't know. It it gives you a a a feeling of of gratification, and it's just you know because another coach is is yeah, is wishing you good luck, especially when you're like you're not out there seeking it. You know, like mm-hmm. when it just comes to you, dude. Like yeah, that course. that feeling is beautiful, man. I'm happy that like 
that you've gone to that point where of all the time that you spend coaching that you got like you have that recognition dude that's really good for you man yeah for sure and 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 because i'm so young or at least i like to think oh I you're am. young bro you're young i like yeah. to think i am at, at 25 years old you know majority of the time these coaches that i go up against they're they're a lot older in a sense so when i first started coaching varsity it it was and it's crazy because some of the coaches that i coach against now or i have coached i've played against them but as a player <laughs> so it's funny how everything comes off full circle but yeah. do they recognize you yeah uh, at, at times they sometimes do. They do. yeah I, i've had to see them a couple times and then now they put they, they put two and two together you know so it's 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 um it's, it's just a good feeling you know and and i just take it and run with it and it's crazy one time we were playing um this was at a summer league we were playing at san gabriel high school i think this was two years ago or or right after no last year last year last year we were playing at, at san gabriel high school i think we played rosemead high school okay right and for summer league yeah for summer league okay and um we did pretty well i think we won by 20 you know but after the game their coach came over and and shake and shook my hand like you know like coaches always do at the end of the game and you know we say good good game coach if we choose to exchange exchange contacts we do but this this interaction was very different you know he he came over and then he just asked me what my name was and where where else have i coached and this and that and and he just he he really congratulated me and and he saw the hard work that that we were putting over there and he appreciated the hard work and again coming from a coach who from my understanding has been there a certain a, a good amount of years and has been from what he told me coaching a a good amount of years you know uh, uh, appreciated me and or told me that he appreciated what I was doing at Bassett and and ultimately I just it, it's just a good feeling you know but I it goes back to the kids man it's it's always about the kids it's it's not about me it's trying to give them everything that that I wish I had, you know? Yeah, but I mean like to be honest, like something I really you know, I'm thankful that you're that you came like that you're willing to come on this is that like with you specifically, like you stayed with you're an alumni with this school. Like you stayed with this community, man. Like, you know, like you're here helping like we were both born and raised here. Were you born here? Yeah, I was Yeah, I was, like you know well, we, I was born in Balflower. But I was uh, I was born in Balflower at Kaiser and then but my parents lived here, okay. so I was born there, and then just, just same, brought, brought. Well, but yes, I was same born here. I was technically born in Wascovina, but like I was raised. I mean, here it's, yeah, it's the there. same thing. But yeah, it's not. It's not. But yeah, I'm well, like yeah, like we're raised here. You know, like our roots come from here, La Puente, from Bassett. You know, I was supposed to go to Bassett, so like for me to see like you, to put how much like how much care and love into your community, and. In in a very specific way too, because mm-hmm. you know, some like I have a friend who is really passionate about this community, but in a political sense, mm-hmm. you know, and you're doing it in like in a more like personal sense, like to the core, mm-hmm. where you're like you're directly influencing the future of yeah, this sure. of, of of this community, but also like the future of like the fucking world, dude. You know, like it's little baby steps, but who knows what these kids are going to grow up to be, you know, exactly. like the kids that you're helping create the foundation of characteristics, you know, like their, exactly. their life, dude. And it's insane, man. Exactly. And I, and I always tell them and I always tell them as cliche as it sounds, you could really be whatever you could do, whatever you want in this life. You know, there's no, again, as cliche as it sounds, there's no limit. There's no limit to your success. Like you limit yourself with exactly. what you, with what you think you're capable of. Exactly. You know? That's why I tell them the only one stopping you is you. 
But yeah, dude, I mean, growing up here in La Puente, you know, like, I remember being a kid and there used to be a lot of gang gang activity here, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, um, I mean, middle school, I went to Don Julian, so I was on the other side of the tracks, so I didn't really get too much of a taste of it. But um, for middle school, yeah, at Torch, it's, it's, you're more so on this side, you're more so in the heart of the city, you know, in, in between everything on the other side of the street. Well, not the other side of the street, but you walk two blocks and the high school's right there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you got Chris's, Burgers, you got... Yum Yum Donuts, you know, where a lot of people hang out that they shouldn't be hanging out. Yeah. You know, so, um, but yeah, it's, 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 now it's a lot better. I can tell you that for sure. I, I agree. I agree. Like looking at how much, also like all the light, dude, mm-hmm. all the light that's like, we're finally starting to like light up the city at night, for which sure. I think is definitely helping like, you know, keep the sketch away. Yeah, for sure. And as someone who, who me being a coach who I'm at the school a lot, <laughs> probably more than I should have. You know, I, I see a lot of these, I see a lot of faces, I see a lot of students and, and for the most part, you have your, you know, your couple of students here and there that aren't doing so well, you know, and, and, but for the most part, all, all the students are, and, and I give credit to, to Bassett as well as, as a, as a, as a school and as administration, um, the principals, you know, because they, they, they turned it around as well and they, they provided a more positive outlook. You know what I mean? Because you think of Bassett and 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 it's to me, I it's always been like a negative thing, you know. Not mm-hmm. to me, but that's what I've always been told. It's had a, it's had it's had it's had a negative uh, connotation to it. I agree. I mean, that's why my that's why I wasn't put into Bassett because mm-hmm. of that direct reason. Because I think when we were in middle school, there was a stabbing in Bassett High School. Do you remember that? Well, my senior year, I remember my se- my first day of senior year vividly. And um, don't judge me, but my mom took me to school my first day of senior year because my my parents always like to take us, you know, not only me, but my little, you know, everyone. Um, So she took me to school my first day of senior year and she picked me up. You know, I just let her because my mom wanted to do it. And Why, were you driving at that time or? No, I, I was I was learning to drive. I was oh, learning okay. to drive. I could have drove, but. But she, yeah, she I'm like, you know, it's, it's my mom. It's, 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 it's the last time she's probably going to take me to, to, yeah. to my first day, my first last day of school. You know, so I let her, but, um, so I, I remember getting out of school, right? And, um, at Bassett, there's an adult school, right? Which yeah. is, which in the is, same, like, yeah, in the same vicinity, in the same, um, vicinity. Yeah. So that's where, that's where typically all the parents would pick up their kids, you know? So, and, and that's where one of the gates are to, to get out of school. Mm-hmm. But the problem is on, on that side of the street, they open up the fence and they open up like 10, 15 minutes before the bell rings, which, in theory, isn't correct because anybody can walk into to it. And at that corner is like I mentioned the yum yum donuts that people ha- where people hang out where homeless hang out that they shouldn't be yeah hanging out, and you, and you don't really know who's hanging out there, you know what I mean. So um, from my understanding, some uh, I think he was a senior too. Um, I knew him not directly, but I just knew him because you know you know people in high school, and I knew he he um. He was, you know, he not did bad stuff, but seeked bad, bad, uh, how can I say this? He seeked, um, yeah, he was in the wrong crowd. Like, yeah, kind of, kind of in the wrong crowd, you know, and find, find himself in the, in the wrong, wrong, uh, wrong place, wrong time situation. Okay. And, um, ultimately he, uh, I'm not sure how old this guy was that walked in from the side of the street. He must've been older because he was not going to school and they got into an altercation and, and the, the, the guy that was my age, he got stabbed on his neck. And his his 
his neck was gushing and and it was i mean it was very you saw it, that yeah it was it was it was vivid I, I i vividly remember it with my own eyes and i remember it to this day because i've outside of that i've never seen nothing like that Fuck, dude. and it was just crazy because you have to think it's right after school the bell just rang it's the first it's the first day of school right so everyone's you know excited getting out of the first day of school everyone's probably gonna go eat you know what i mean stuff like that at chris's or whatever the case may be and um it was a big crowd it was a big crowd and then you see that and it, it was it was at first i didn't know what was going on right because you see it but then i thought to myself like damn did that didn't really happen you know what i mean like like that didn't really just happen in front of me but it did so then everyone just started kind of kind of screaming and yelling and say oh he needs help he needs help and then ultimately by that point thankfully one of the administrators um i forgot what her name was she was like she wasn't a principal but she was like uh I think she was like a campus security or something like that. She saw and then they ultimately um, like rushed him to the front of the office and or to the health office. And then after that, I, I didn't hear nothing of it until a couple of days after. But from what from what I know, he thankfully survived, you Dude. know, but yeah, getting seven. Hey, fuck. Yeah, it's it's I mean, it, it's. It's not only that, but I've I've been when I was in high school, you know, you go to parties and stuff like that and. I've been at parties in the city of Bassett, and I've seen fights break out. I've seen guys leave and come, or guys leave and say they're gonna come back and shoot it up for whatever reason they may be. I've been at one party, and I was in high school where it did get shot up. Thankfully, nobody got hurt, you know. But it's just, I mean, I I don't know why the why things were like that or why the why people chose to do that. But ultimately, now things. I like to believe, and I think because I'm I'm in these streets, so to say, um, that they're a lot better now. I mean, so. you're seeing it firsthand how these kids are getting raised. You know, like I mean, has there been any like anything like like to that even remotely close to that stabbing? Like, like in the past um, few years, not not really, um, not not as severe. I mean, for the most part, the what I see now is not is not kids wanting to beat each other up or kids doing stuff like that but more so the drug aspect now mm. like know? with pens and yeah all with all the high tech stuff with pens well mostly with pens you know what i mean and yeah the pens are fucking yeah like oh, these kids like oh my god man that's a whole nother fucking like podcast right there dude like fuck man yeah, it's crazy, like like how these kids get their hands on this shit and yeah for sure it's not even like Obviously, it's not quality stuff because it's cheap. They can yeah, afford it, you know, yeah, and that's course. like the worst thing they can exactly. do for themselves. Exactly, and and again, that's that's another thing that that I've had to deal with too. Not deal with. I I I hate to say the word deal because it has a negative kind of connotation to it. You engage with, or engage with, or I have experience. Okay. You know, players experience. players that have um, parents of players that have reached out and and. For me to talk to them, which I already do, but for me to further provide knowledge and and try to um, guide them, you know, because the parents have seen a, a certain trend or a certain pattern in their in their son. So when it comes to topics that you talk to your teams, like, are there any topics that like you like you you find yourself always like bringing up every year, you know? Um. Such as like drugs, sex, you know, like grade school, you know, like future stuff like that. I mean, ultimately, um, I I do touch on all those topics because 
they have to be knowledgeable of them. You know, you can't just, again, I could go out there and just worry about basketball and just teach them basketball. Me, me go to practice, get in and out and let that be it. But to me, it's, it's far more than that. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, thankfully, my parents were always in my life and they taught me, you know, a lot of what I know, but a lot of what I didn't know I had to experience on my own, you know? And, and again, I'm not, I, I don't know it all. I don't claim that. I, I still don't. I'm, I'm learning, but I just try to share what I know with these kids so they can ultimately choose what to, like, they decide what to do with that information, you know, whether it's beneficial, whether it's not beneficial, but I'm going to make it, I'm going to let them know that, hey, I, this is what I went through, you know what I mean? And if, if you need my help, then I'm here for you. If, if you don't, if you don't choose to, um, accept my, my, um, well, how can I say this? My, um, my choice of words or, or how I'm trying to help you, then, then you don't choose to use it, you know, and that, that's on you. But again, I, I'm going to, I'm going to make the effort, you know what I mean? If that makes sense. So, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it goes, it goes, the, 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 the topics vary, you know, um, it, it really depends on the group of individuals that you get, you know what I mean? Cause I could get, you could get a, a group of players that, that, that don't, that you don't, you don't have to give them any conversation about none of that because they already know, you know, or you could get a group of players that claim that, that, that claim that they know, but don't act on it. Like walk, like talk to talk. But yeah, like, walk. you know what I mean? Like say they do X, Y, and Z, but they don't do X, Y, and Z. You know what I mean? So it's, it, it, it really depends what, what, what kind of group of players you get. And then you just, you know, you just go from there. So when you like, when you establish a relationship with them as a coach, like what's the closest thing you can kind of like compare that to, like, to like, like an older cousin, like a teacher? I mean, I've like always, I've always looked at it like that, like an older brother, you know, but I make sure that number one, there's, I always draw a line, you know, I always draw a line with them because I, at the end of the day, I'm your coach. At the end of the day, I have a job to do and that's to win, yeah. you know, that's why, that's what I was hired for, you know, and that's, that's ultimately what I, what I wish to do. So that, that's why I draw a line. But even with that line that's drawn, um, I, I like them to, to, to feel very comfortable, you know, comfortable enough to be able to share anything, anything again, not, not feel the need to, to think, to think, oh, I can't tell my coach this, you know, or, oh, he's gonna, he's gonna do, he's gonna get mad because of this, this and this, or, you know, whatever the case may be. And I always tell him, you can tell me everything. You can tell me anything you want in this world. You know, there's no, and even if, even if I'm going over something, there's no such thing as a dumb question or a stupid question. And I always reiterate that, especially, especially when we, I, I was just telling them yesterday, cause we were going over some stuff, you know what I mean? And right now we're practicing. I have a couple J, I have a lot of JV guys and a couple varsity guys. So the JV guys aren't up to par, you know, with the plays or the schemes or everything that we go over. And, um, we were going over some stuff and I threw them in and they looked lost. Right. And I kind of threw a little fit because to me, I'm telling them, hey, we're going over some stuff. So so pay attention. Right. Pay attention. You, I mean, they should already be paying attention. So when they when they jumped out there and they were lost, I kind of threw a little fit. But then I caught myself, you know, because it, why 
I, I had to make them understand. You know, I, I didn't coach them last year. They they had the, the JV coaches, you know, which they coached a little different, you know, but I had to make them, I had to show them that I was making an effort and make them understand that there's no such thing as a stupid question. You know, and that goes back to communicating. That goes back to, to not being afraid to speak up. And that's what I told, that's what I was telling them yesterday. And, and soon and behold, they, they all started speaking up. Oh, coach, well, what do I do if I get here? What, what, what happens if this happens? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. And, and I just, just try to make them feel comfortable. And it's, it, like I said, it's more so like a older brother type of relationship, but there's a, there's a very fine line that that's, that's drawn. So. Yeah, I mean that's probably the healthiest thing for you because you don't you don't want to get in you don't want to get caught in some stupid shit either, you know. But you, you know, like with for you to be able to like see yourself as that means that you've gotten pretty close to like these players, you know, in the past few years and stuff too. Like I'm sure there's probably some, some like some things that's happened right there, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I I uh, the relationships that I build, you know, it. it Again, it goes far, far beyond the basketball court to the point where even if I'm on the weekends, right, and I'm enjoying my Saturday or Sunday and I'm just passing by and I see them, I'll pull over and ask them if they need a ride. You know, there's been situations where um, I've seen some of my kids out, you know, not doing the best of things, not doing the smartest choices, and I've stopped them and not necessarily try to be like a father figure but just try to like are you sure you want to be doing that type of thing you know what i mean like is that really what you want to do and and you know as sad as it to say i've i've lost a player because of it you know um and and it just when i when i heard of it it just it just broke my heart bro because you 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 i mean ultimately they're, they're gonna do what they're what they want to do you know what i mean but as a coach you just think of like damn like what more could I have done? You know what I mean? And it just, it makes me emotional, bro. Cause that, that's, uh, cause I, like, I love this shit, bro. I love this shit. And, and I just, again, I just think like, what more could I have done? You know what I mean? I mean, you did the best you can though, you yeah. know? And like sometimes in life, like a lot of times in life, not sometimes, but a lot of times we, we can't control the shit that happens, yeah, you know? For sure. But like the way you respond is what, is what really matters, you know? Like, yeah. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you lost someone. You know, I'm like, I can't imagine like the family, like yeah, that, no, for sure. Like to lose, to lose someone so young, and especially with the culture, like because of the culture and the community. You know, like, like it was they're just a product of their environment, and we, you know, you are literally in the core and in, in the in in the trenches of trying to help these guys get out of this. You know, not 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 essentially leave La Puente, but get out of the hole of what the community can do sometimes you know especially with a low-income community like this we don't have a lot of resources a lot of things we can do you know yeah for sure i mean um obviously the community we come from i don't like to knock it you know because i think it it this community is what made me you know what i mean and and that's what i try to relate to them too don't necessarily well you can't let your community you can't let your community dictate your success you know at all you know, because you're just a byproduct of of what the community is. If anything, it could also just be used as a strength. Exactly. You know, like to, like to show like the perseverance that you that you've gone through. Exactly. To show like where you started to where you can be and where you are. Yeah, exactly. And I think a lot of these kids, um, well, not these kids, but just these these students, these athletes, they oftentimes look at me. You know, and I'm a person who, 
who my parents taught me to work hard for what you want, you know, and they've always told me you can do whatever you want in this life, you know, whatever it is, whether it's something you want materialistic, you know, you if you want it, you 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 got to work for it. And these kids see me with, a, so to speak, a nice car, you know, uh, some nice clothes, some nice shoes. And to me, it's, I mean, yes, I, I enjoy those things, but um, ultimately I preach to them that you could have the world if you want it, but you got to go get it. And, and you got to be willing to do whatever it takes if, if that's what you want. You know, And it's possible. It's possible. You know what I mean? Just because you're, just because you live in a small city where the resources are not necessarily available, you, you have to create them for yourself, for yourself. Yeah, man. Cause yeah, I, I agree with you and I, I'm not sure if I, if I said it in a, in a way where it didn't sound right, but yeah, like, you know, just because we might be products environment doesn't mean you should be defined by it. Exactly. You know, cause that's a difference. It's exactly. different. Like it's different things that you can respond to and things mm-hmm. you can react to and things that you can't control. Yeah, for sure. I mean, ultimately, um, I've never, well, because, and because I'm still a college student, you know, I think that also relates to them. And I say that in the aspect that there's been times where they'll tell me like, Hey coach, I can't make it because I have homework or because I have a project or because I have anything school related. And me being a, me being a, a student as well, I don't take that as an excuse because I'm still here. I'm very much present and I have a project due. I have homework due. I have a final to do. You know what I mean? And I think that's where And low key your shit's harder. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, so I got to study, you know, for for a week or so, but um it's 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 relatable. You know, it's relatable. It'd be different. It'd be different um when I first started coaching, I I thought about the I thought about stepping away and going to finishing my school and getting my degree in natural science and then coming back, you know, which I could have done, you know, it, it, it's no problem. You know, I applaud people who, who do it, you know, but I felt like at the time that, that that was my calling, you know, that that was my, that's what I needed to do, you know, and, and still, I feel, I still feel that to this day, you know, I, I, I'm taking longer than than usual in school and trying to get my degree, but ultimately I I put my faith in God and trust in God and and this is my timeline, you know. No, who's to say? People have tried to tell me before, like, oh, when are you, when are you gonna finish? Oh, why are you taking so long? You know what? What what's the reason behind this, that, and the third? But I had to learn that this is my timeline, you yeah. know. And no one's gonna rush me. No one's gonna tell me what to do. You can try, but I, I, throughout that process, throughout me taking however long I, I need to take, I enjoyed every second of it. And I'm going to continue to enjoy every second of it because it's my timeline, you know? You know, I agree where, you know, a lot of people think there's a script that you need to follow, you know, like, especially with school, especially with school, dude, like sure. getting your, like getting your bachelor's, you know, like, oh, like for four years yeah. oh for community college, you go there for two years, you should be out, you know, like, no, that's not how it works. You know, like. It it's life. That's not how life works, dude. Like work, life is always crazy. It's chaotic, and it's just like you said. It doesn't matter about like the. I mean, it does. The end product obviously matters because that's yes, what course. you accomplish. Mm-hmm. But the journey is more important because that's where you do. That's what defines you. Exactly, exactly. And I think um, 
I mean, I've had a lot of obstacles. I faced a lot of challenges. You know, not 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 only through coaching, but through my through my academics. You know, I've I like I said, I'm taking longer than usual. Um, a lot of people do their four year plan, like you said, and I applaud them. You know, I I tip my hat to you. And but some people take five years, six years, whatever the case may be. You know, but it's to me, it's really that that journey that's 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 important. You know, and I can relate that to basketball and the aspect that, like I mentioned, um, when you play a game, you you see the end result. You see a win or a loss. But the whole entire game is a journey. You know how you adjust. And that goes back to, and that can tie into having IQ, you know, not only as a coach, but also as a player. You know, ultimately, in in the midst of a game, you know, you, you like I said, you adjust. and and I like to think of it as so we play four quarters, you know, every quarter. I I basically break it down into into uh, spurts of two minutes, you know what I mean? Because we play eight minute, we play four eight minute quarters. Okay. So I like to break down two minutes, two minutes, two minutes, two minutes. Well, yeah, four. Yeah, yeah. So four, four little um, like four quarters within each quarter, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's smart. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because because again, it goes back to that's the journey. You know, if I focus on the end goal of trying to win, 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 I'm going to lose sight of what's in front of me. I'm going to lose sight of how do I adjust to this? You know what I mean? I'm going to lose sight of what did we go over the other day to prepare for this? Yeah, I mean, that's that, that's what's fascinating about coaching, you know, because for you to be a coach of eight years, for even even for you to become head coach or even coach of sport in general, you need an IQ, mm-hmm. you know, like you need the IQ for it. And and yeah, I could see how experience helps with it, but also I think there's an aspect of you being built different. Yeah, I mean for sure, it's it's um because I wouldn't notice if there's like a right-handed, left-handed player personally. But oh also, yeah, I, don't I mean that, there's you know? there's 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 um again I don't I don't know it all. These are just little nuances that I picked up over the years. And I at first when I started coaching, I made a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes, but. I'm grateful for them because they wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't be the person I am today or the coach I am today without them. But you just you just pick up on little stuff. You know, you just pick up on little stuff. Um, there are certain coaches that that I watch, you know, or I follow on Instagram, and I just I just pick their brain. Or when I first started coaching, um, there's there's I have mentors that that are coaches as well, and I would pick their their brain a lot and, and ask a lot of questions and and again. I I didn't feel as if there was a dumb question that I could ask. Anything I wanted to ask, I would ask. You know, it's like free knowledge. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't I never once felt the need to to not ask anything. Yeah, I think the idea of of dumb questions for the most part I I mean, yeah, I think for the most part it I don't fully agree with it because a dumb question, it may be dumb to you, but obviously the person is questioning it, you know, because exactly. they don't understand. Mhm. So like dumb questions. If there's a coach that preaches don't ask dumb questions. I could ext- it could come off easily as a like, condescending, you mm-hmm. know, like as oh like you know like don't waste my time with that question. Yeah, like exactly. I know better, but your job isn't for you to know better, but to teach these kids to know as much as you. Yeah, exactly, you know? exactly. And I think oftentimes, um, the when when athletes feel like or my when my players feel like they can't. Or if they're asking a dumb question, sometimes I have to pull it out of them, you know, because they don't want to speak up. And sometimes they feel like 
if if they ask a so-called dumb question that everyone's going to laugh but like you said someone else might have the same question yeah and not only that but let's just say you ask a question who's to say that someone else is not going to have a follow-up question to that question you know what i mean yeah. and, and and that always happens to me too i practice where um i'll be explaining something you know and i'm only one set of eyes you know i have other coaches as well but it, the times that I, it's it's only me, I'm only one set of eyes. I I can only see one way. You know what I mean. I try to see everything, right? But I'm I can't because I'm not perfect. Um, and there's times where players point out, "Hey, coach, well, what about this and this?" And then that'll that'll it's like a light bulb goes on in my head, and I say, "Good point." And and I always tell them, "I appreciate you for bringing that bringing that up," because if they don't bring it up, then I don't see it. You know what I mean. And because he brought that up, then that allows everyone to see it. You know what I mean. So. And that goes back to me me telling them, hey, you see something, speak up, you know. So don't don't feel the need to to not say anything. And and I always ask them too, like I I've never been a coach to I do yell right, but um never directly at at a player. You know, I've I've learned that that doesn't do anything for them. It only d- it diminishes them, diminishes their character, especially in the midst of battle during the game. It you you I just don't do it. You know, I always, I always like to ask questions. Hey, well, why did you do this? Well, what did you see here? You know, why did you make that pass? Why didn't you shoot it? Why did you feel like you couldn't shoot it? You know what I mean? And, and stuff like that. And and like questions that they can answer. Yeah, that they can answer. And, and there's a dialogue that goes back and forth. It's, ve- it's very quick, right? Because we're in, we're in the middle of a game. And um, but again, it's just a mutual understanding. And, and, and so we both know what's going on. You know, so it, it it definitely helps a lot, but it, it it all goes back to communication, really. So, I mean, yeah, it does go back to communication. Yeah, go to school, kids, <laughs> learn learn this shit. Nah, I'm just playing. But I mean, when it comes to coaching as well, it's you know, like you have eight years under your belt. I feel like this would have been like what you learned played a part into your path you know because like you said you wanted to go to like you thought about like focusing on school and not Mm -hmm. coaching but you were to return like you like how do you think the success of the team of the program would be that uh, that i'm not too sure i'm not too sure if if i were to maybe have started coaching maybe a year or two and then went to school and came back i'm not sure i would be standing here today as a head varsity coach you know yeah i mean it's it's a journey, man. Yeah, it, it's. A, I mean, a lot, a lot. The way I live my life, I I I believe everything happens for a reason, you know. And like I said at the time when I started coaching, I believe that that was my calling. You know, I believe God was telling me, "Hey, this is this is what I need you to do." You know what I mean? And and I'm I'm gonna give you, you know, the power, the energy, everything, you know, that you need, and and you run with it. And I ran with it, and I'm here eight years later, still still doing what I love to do, and still pushing, you know, still still trying to make the community better one one way or another. One one student athlete. So yeah, and I mean, I guess the my next question for that is when it comes to you know, like your love for the community as well as for basketball, like do you see yourself like like doing something differently whether it's coaching 
um community whether it's coaching college or you like doing something else for the community like is there anything else you see yourself potentially going into i've always i've always um wanted to to put my own facility in in the community Mm -hmm. you know and that's a basketball facility just for the simple fact that again when i was when i was in in uh in high school we didn't really have nothing like that yeah i mean we had bassett park which is like a rec park you know fortunately they did have a gym at the time it wasn't it wasn't the best you know they recently redid it well not recently but maybe about five six years ago yeah but um to get in there well back then it was a lot easier when i was in high school because i knew one of my coaches at the time he was uh one of his friends worked there so you know if if need be i and it wasn't all the time that i could get it but if i let him know in advance but that's the reason why I would want to put a facility, you know, a basketball facility in, in our community to, to make it available to players, you know. Not only that, but it also takes into account that a lot of these kids, if they're not in sports, you know. They, what are they doing? Like Exactly. What are they doing? You know, so if there could be a, a place where they could go and, and, you know, whether it's play basketball. I, I, I wanted to, I want to make a facility where it has a basketball court. Right, but also a place where they can hang out. Yeah, you know, a, a safe, a, a a safe place. You know, to say the least, I guess. But somewhere that you know it's it's available to them, um, at a very little or no cost. You know, but that's that's something I've I've always wanted to do, and and I'm pushing I'm pushing forward to to do it. So I mean, it seems like you're definitely on on the path, like on the path for mm-hmm. that. You know, like like you said, there's really no straight path, like. It's all on. It's what the, it's the behind the scenes is what really yeah, matters. For sure. So, but I mean, that's that's I've I've looked into that. Um, the biggest not issue, but is just where where exactly to put it, you know? Because as you know, where we live here, there's not too many. Um, I don't want to say buildings, but there's not too many industrial. Um, like where you can put a gym. You yeah, know what I mean, like it's all, it's all, it's all residential. I mean, La Puente is straight up is just all residential. Yeah, I mean, you if you push more towards like a city of industry, it's a little different. Yeah, but I've always wanted to do it in the heart of Bassett, which yeah. is within these streets right here. You know. Yeah. So, so finding a location, that's that's one thing. Once I find a location, a definite location, then then that's something that I'm really gonna push forward. Yeah, I mean, dude, like. I believe it. I totally believe in you. Damn, that that'll be awesome to like to for for that to happen, you know, but obviously a lot's gonna have to play in a part of it and yeah, of course. you're still very, very much early on into your your story, your path, your you yeah. know. Yeah, for sure. I mean it's just it's just it's just about giving back, bro, really. Yeah. You know, like we we I've never I've I've never put a, a dollar amount on anything i've ever done related to the community you know i've spent i've dipped into my own money you know i've there's been times where um i had to really budget myself but i was but i was because i was spending money on my kids you know and i i don't take it for granted i just i just did what i had to do you know if if it was whether that was getting them like t-shirts just so they could like look they could all look good or like little warm-ups or even jerseys or even there's been times where you know kids don't have shoes and I'll buy them shoes out of my own money you know it's just that's just how I am that's just 
again, I, my parents raised me that way and, and that's just how it's always been. And I don't, again, I don't put a dollar amount to it. I just, I just keep it pushing, you know, and keep, and keep doing what I love. And, and through the grace of God, I, I in the position that I'm, that I'm currently in and just keep moving forward with it. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, even though you're, even though like, you know, a dream and goal of yours is to create a physical, like safe place for mm-hmm. like these kids in our community, like you're like, if you think about it, you're already doing that, like in a more deeper level, like not, it may not be a physical place they can go to, like as a, you know, as a gym auditorium, like mm-hmm. to play basketball, but the program that you're in, like the way you're leading these kids, you know, like you're, you, you're creating that safe place yeah. for the community. Like, I hope you know that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 there are very few people that acknowledge that, you know, um, when I first started coaching and, and the success started coming, um, I would get bashed sometimes for it because I would get told sometimes that I was trying to relive my high school career, you know, in a, in a sense that, um, I wanted to do things different. You know, but that for me, that was never the case. You know, it, for me, it has always been at first it was just it was just teaching, you know, teaching and passing on the knowledge. But throughout the years, I, I grew to have a love for this community that it compares to to no other, you know, and, and it's just it's crazy because the city is such a small city, bro. Like, you don't you look at Bassett on, on Google Maps or whatever, it, it's. Within La Puente, you know, yeah. La Puente is a much bigger city, but when you tell people Bassett, oftentimes they don't even know where that's at. Yeah, like maybe the scale could be like Little Tokyo to downtown LA. You know, like it's in downtown yeah. LA, but it's such a little tiny yeah, pocket that's, of it. It's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a small city within a city. Um, you have to keep in mind, it's the only high school in its school district. Oh, wow. So we have Bassett Unified School District. We have... Uh, how many elementary schools? I think five now, and then two middle schools. So you have five. I think five or four elementary schools, two middle schools, and one high school. How does that make sense? Most 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 uh, school districts most most have two high schools. Sometimes three, depending how big the city is. Yeah. I mean, you look at Hacienda La Puente Unified. They have La Puente, and then they have Workman High School. You know, so you have two different high schools because La Puente is such a big a bigger city, right? But for the city of Bassett, you only have one, one uh, school, one uh, high school. Yeah, that's so you you take into account the the amount of students you have. You know, I'm not sure how many students you had at your high school. Us, our graduating class was like less than 200. Really? Yeah, that's our graduating class. I think my graduating class was maybe like three to four hundred. Yeah, ours was less than 200. And do you know, like, around what was the percentage of graduation, of the graduation rate? Uh, I think for us, it was, like, I think, like, almost 90%. It's improved, though, right? Yeah, for sure. No, yeah, it, it used to be. From when I first got there, it, it used to be really bad. Not bad, but it's just, you know, it goes back to kids like, not. It could not, be so much better. Like. Yeah, yeah, but now it's a lot better, you know, in in in, uh, in sports and, and academics, most importantly. But, yeah, I mean... Going back to what you said where people were bashing you to, because you wanted to, like, relive yours mm-hmm. or, like, you're hoping to create a different outcome, like, I think it goes on to show, like, the power of perspective, you know, especially with your perspective, you know, yeah, how you sure. didn't let any, like, you didn't allow those thoughts to dictate or, like, at all drive what you're doing, you know, because you know 
it's deeper than just mm -hmm. your ego and you're trying to relive it but like you care about like this community man yeah for sure and i think that i think people that 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 did mention that did comment on those things or 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 try to provide a negative um outlook or or provide negative feedback um didn't necessarily couldn't necessarily grasp the the understanding and and my perspective you know and at first i tried my hardest to get them to understand you know i try to get them to to know what i was going through or to, to for them to know what i went through and and how these kids are but i found out over the years that i didn't need them to because they're not there with me they're not there showing up day in and day out they're not there to see what these kids are are telling are telling me about they're not there when a kid tells me his mom kicked him out at 14 years old He's a freshman in high school. So, yeah, it's, it's definitely tough because, you know, you have people trying to tell you, um, trying to give you feedback, right? But they're not there, you know? Um, in that instance where uh, an athlete of mine told me that he did get kicked out, um, I instantly, like my father instinct instantly kicked, like it kicked in. You know, I didn't even know I had a father instinct in me, but it kicked in. Like, like what do you need? Where are you? Like, do I go pick you up? You know, this, that, and the third. Um, and I was ready to have this, this, have this player stay at my house for however long he needed to, you know, but ultimately, um, one of the other players stepped up and, and made it known that, Hey, you can stay at my house. And that goes back to the fact that I always preach to my guys, it's a brotherhood, you know, it's a family, you know, um, as much as we want to make it about basketball, it's not entirely about that. You know, we're, we're, if, if one of us fails, we all fail. You know, if if one of us if one of us wins, we all win. Yeah, I mean, kind of reminds me of the, like the idea of like you go faster alone, but further together. Exactly, exactly. You know, and, and it was just to me, it was just it really amazed me how they how they stood up. You know, and the, and that next practice after that situation happened, they all we were we were it it just if you like you had to be there to feel the aura of the, of a, of a sense of family. Wow. Like it was, it was, to me, I never felt nothing like that before, you know, because just because of that situation, you know what I mean? Like when a, it's like one of your brothers getting kicked out and you take them in, you know what I mean? And, and, um, they just, it was just, it was just a different feeling, but again, it goes back to, to what would, uh, what would one of these, one of these persons trying to tell me what to do or give me negative feedback, like what would they do if that happened? You know, how would you respond? How would you, what would you, like, it, it's, it's, it's one thing if you were to say, Hey, I would do this and this, but you don't know what to do because you've never been in that situation, you know? And I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. It, it is what it is. I just, that's just, that's just how I keep it moving, you know? And it happened and I figured it out and I just keep moving forward with it. So, yeah, man. I mean, you're moving forward. In a in a very like in a very interesting way because like you're not just growing yourself but like you're growing with these kids you're growing with this community you know and I'm excited to see what's in store with you in store for you you know because this this is literally like barely only part of it yeah it's very it's a very um it's very minuscule you know I mean yes eight years is a long time you know and the experience that I that I've gained as a coach but does it feel like eight years though no nah, it feels like 
I don't, it doesn't even feel like anything. It just feels like you just like I, just life, huh? Like you're part of part of yeah, your life. it's a part of life. I mean, to say the crazy part is is when I when I the very few times that I sit back. Well, I, I at times I do sit back and reflect. You know, I think it's important. You know, to to understand what you've been through and what has led you to where you are now. Back to the whole journey thing. Um, not to say that that not to define a normal life or to say or what's to say what a normal life is but ever since i graduated i haven't really had a normal life i've always went to school i've always had a job for the most part part time and i've always coached so i've never and that's year round because if i'm not coaching high school basketball i'm coaching travel ball mm-hmm. so my i don't want to say my life has never stopped but I very rarely, like, take breaks, if that makes sense. Sounds like you have a productive life, dude. <laughs> Which, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's, it's very grateful, you know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there, there's there's times where 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 I'm tired. You know, there's times where I'm tired and, and because of work, school, whatever the, the case may be. And I got to get up and go to practice, you know? And, and it, I kid you not, when I get ready for practice, it's like a different animal comes out of me. It's a different, like, cause I love that shit, bro. Like, I don't, like, I fiend for that, you know. And it's, it's, it's just, I, I could be dead, like, I could be dead tired. I could be dead tired because I went to school. I, I work early, so I get up early. But when it's time to to get to work, when it's time to do what I love, that don't like nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. You know, it just, it just, it literally gives me goosebumps when I when I coach when I, when, especially for game time. It's like it's like I'm going out there to play, you know what I mean. You're going out toward too, huh? Yeah, it's like and and it's it's it that is my work, you know what I mean? Because I take my craft very serious, you know. I I could go out there and tell my guys, hey, do this, this, and this, and half-ass it, but that's not that's never been my forte. That's never been my cup of tea. That's never been how I went about things, just in general. You know, you, you got to give it 150 every single day. Yeah, I mean, just remember though that you're human, <laughs> and like I know, even though your your life is always constantly moving, bro, like you know, always it's always gonna take some time to like step back, look at what you're doing. Which I feel like what we did right now with this conversation might might have been like that for you. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. Which you know, like um, again, I want to thank you for that because um, you know, like the whole concept of zenith. Like, I'm not sure if I told you this in a phone call, maybe, but like the definition of zenith is the time at which you're most powerful and successful. Yeah. You know, and to be honest, theoretically, you could always be in your zenith. You could yeah. always be in the yeah. time you're most powerful and successful as long as you're growing, you mm-hmm. know, and that's something that still looks like you're doing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think I also agree with that, you know, as far as being in your zenith, as long as you're in, as long as you're in your zone, you know, um, with that, I'm not, I'm not going to, with me always constantly on the go, you know, um, I've I've had bad days too, you know. Like you said, I'm human and I make mistakes. I've had issues with my mental health before, you know, for whatever reason. But um, but ultimately, you just you just keep it, you just keep moving, you know. You just keep moving and wanting better. Like there's days where where again, I don't, I don't want to say I don't feel like doing nothing, but you just. You just mentally break down. You know what I mean? As humans, it happens to us. Yeah. It happens to us. And and I'm not ashamed to speak on that. I'm not ashamed to say that I've had mental health issues, you know, because I've I've put the work in to better myself. And, and 
you know, I think that's very important as well, you know, to recognize that within yourself, but also be able to get yourself out of there. You know what I mean? Because oftentimes um, there's there's sometimes where people can't get themselves out of there. You yeah, know, I mean, especially when you're alone, you know, you can't do it alone. Yeah, no, for sure. That's one thing, too, that 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 I've learned is is that you can't. As much as as much as I love my community and as much as I want to make an impact, you know, you have to build bridges. You have to build relationships, you know, and and it, it's never deliberately about me. It never has been. You know, it goes it goes it goes far beyond that, you know, and but 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 first and foremost, you got to make sure that you're good. You know, what I mean? make sure you're good and then you can you can make yourself available to other people. So agree, man. And I again, I just want to thank you for being on here. And is uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, I think that's pretty much it. I mean, you you I shared my story. So thank you for, for allowing me to be on here and, and share my story, share my experiences and share the things that I go through. So, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. Of course, man. I mean, it's like I told you before, dude, like I really admired the fact of how much passion that you have behind this community, you know, and this like uh, behind coaching, you know, because like it's it's really interesting to just have that like to what you said, like even though you're dead tired, you have that fire that's lit up in you as soon as you get into the basketball court. Like that's it's not crazy. that's not normal. Like that is not normal. You know, it's it just shows that this is something that you you might have been built for you know something that like it's something like you said like god gave like god has something for you you know mm -hmm. there's something in here that you need to do and you're doing it man and i appreciate that yeah well i just try, try my best day in and day out you know and and just you know keep it moving keep it keep it pushing and just try to pass on whatever knowledge i have to whoever i encounter you know and i think that's most important and and just being able to to learn and listen you know and that's 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 what i've always preached and that's what i always preach so yeah i mean that's all we can do man you know but uh with that being said um i think this is a this is a good time to end it um with the, and would you like to like put your socials out there or anything like that like like where can people find you or you, or you just want to like um you can find me on instagram at coach underscore jscov that's my coaching page. So you can find me on there. It's coaching page. You hear that, boys? If you guys ever wanna, ever wanna look at the inside of the mind of this of this coach, the head basketball coach for Bassett High School, look into that. It's just, it's just a little, a little inside. I don't, I don't. I like no. It's cool though. I, I mean, I follow it. It's cool how you have also like videos of drills that you have with these kids. You know, like eventually, dude. Like this might be like a platform you could use to not just coach your kids here, but coach you know like like just online like yeah no for sure i mean i definitely try to post but i'm not a big social media yeah know, person i try to but that's something that i want to push forward so but yeah i mean you can you can find me on there reach out i also train i also do one-on-one -on -one training or group training if anyone's interested so yeah you, 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 use code zenith <laughs> i'm just playing but uh yeah with that being said also you can follow me at zenith underscore podcast on instagram at twitter um wherever you're listening at thank you and if you if you like this if you don't let me know R rate this you know let me know what you think of it because this is always something that i'm trying to improve like 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 we said here trying to be at our zenith you know and we can't do that alone 
And thank you, though, if you're here to the end. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the time you put into this. And I wouldn't be here without you. So I hope you, whoever is listening, has an amazing day or amazing night. Be safe. And until next time, you know where to find me at. The Zenith. Bye.